0: Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson.
1: Hi, welcome to episode 150 of my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do you believe that sports can instill confidence, strength, and self-esteem in girls at a young age? And that this same empowerment can be used on and off the field? Well, my next guest, KT Parker, is a former collegiate soccer player, photographer, and a New York Times best-selling author. Her latest book, Play Like a Girl, captures through pictures the tenacious spirit of female soccer players of all ages. It reveals how sports, and soccer in particular, challenge girls and women to be their best selves. Play Like a Girl gives girls a voice as they speak about confidence, teamwork, strength, friendship, and other attributes. All captured in the most amazing, action-packed pictures. Kate believes that what you do and who you are are more important than what you look like. One of the book's many messages is, if you mess up or make a mistake, don't hang your head. Just keep looking forward or you will miss your next opportunity. Kate T. Parker is a mother, wife, professional photographer, and New York Times best-selling author of The Heart of a Boy and Strong is the New Pretty. She's an iron man and former collegiate soccer player who has made a living capturing the joy, confidence, focus, and camaraderie that comes from girls playing sports. Her photographs have been praised by the likes of Nicole Kidman, Drew Barrymore, David Beckham, and the Spice Girls. A powerful collection of color and black and white photographs, her newest book, Play Like a Girl, captures girls just learning to kick the ball alongside players from the 2019 Women's World Cup Championship team, such as Megan Rapinoe, uh, Carly Lloyd, and Jessica McDonald. A celebration of the tenacious spirit of female soccer players of all ages. It reveals how sports, and soccer in particular, Challenge girls and women to become their best selves, allowing them to test their limits, find power and friendship, appreciate their body's strength, and learn how to pick themselves up when they've been knocked down and I am pleased to welcome Kate T. Parker to my six weeks of fitness podcast. Kate, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Ah, I'm really good now. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Thanks for having me. <laughs>
1: Now listen, Kate. Before we talk about your new book, "Play Like a Girl," tell my listeners a little more about you, Kate. Where did you grow up, and what did you do before becoming a photographer?
0: Oh, um, oh, that's so nice. So I, I actually grew up not far from you. I grew up in New Jersey, and um, yeah, was a you know big soccer player my whole life. Um, ended up playing soccer at Wake Forest um, in North Carolina, and then now I. I you know, I kind of stayed in the South and now I'm in Atlanta. Um, I'm a mom. I have two girls who both also play soccer. And um, I, yeah, before, before I started photography, I, you know, I was, I was working, I was working, I worked at CNN and, um, and then before, you know, worked at an ad agency. So I think like all of those, all of those jobs required me to like make something compelling on a screen. So um, when I had kids, I started taking pictures of my kids. So I think the jobs that I had prior were really helpful in in sort of like working on my eye for the kind of images I wanted to capture.
1: Mm, Perfect. Perfect. Now, you've written two New York Times bestsellers and hopefully Play Like a Girl will be the third. Right.
0: Uh, (laughs) That would be amazing. Yes. Exactly. We we,
1: we, we want to help get it there. Exactly. Exactly. Now. I noticed that all three all three of your books have a common theme, which is to instill confidence and empowerment in young children. Why is this so mm-hmm. important to you? I mean,
0: I think that's sort of the thread with all of my work. Um, as a mom, that's what I want to do for my kids.
1: Um,
0: what I want to do for, you know, for myself, um, I just want everyone to feel and to know that who they are is okay and that it's... You know, honestly, I'm better than okay. It's something that they should be celebrated for. Um, and for me, I was so thankful as a young girl to find soccer because all of the things that were sort of maybe not like really encouraged in little girls, um, that I was loud and that I was kind of bossy and that <laughs> I was aggressive, yes. all of those things made me a really good soccer player. And honestly, all of, if I had lost those things, like coaches love those things about me and encourage those parts of me. And if I hadn't had soccer, I might've lost that side. And I, and I honestly feel as an adult, um, those things are so important in achieving your goals and getting things done that you want to get done. And, um, you know, starting out as a photographer or writing a book, I think being, you know, uh, not aggressive, but being like, knowing my worth, I really learned on the soccer field, and I'm so thankful for that today.
1: You're saying to girls and young women, it's okay to get dirty when you're playing. It's okay to voice your opinion or to get angry at times, right?
0: Yeah, and it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to – it's, like, more important what you do and who you are as opposed to what you look like. And I think so many of the things that girls and women see – Um, you know, these days on social media or on any kind of media reflected back to them. It's all about what women and girls look like, not about what they're actually doing. So I wanted to take pictures of girls and women actually doing things. Hmm.
1: That's great. Now, I've been involved with sports myself, team sports, for most of my adult Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from experience that your book captured every emotion and and expression that I've seen in sports, but from a male perspective but you were able to capture it from a female perspective.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's, thank you. That's such a compliment.
1: Oh, it's so true. And I, I also, I had two young girls to um, look at your book, mm-hmm. okay, because, again, I, I shared with you before the interview that I run a fitness organization for children. And um, so Sierra, age 12, and Sienna, age 11, they read your book, and they gave me their opinions, and they really loved the book. They especially liked the fact that the, the girls had – something to say and right next to their pictures. Mm-hmm. There were quotes about confidence and never giving up that really resonated with the girls.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's my, that is honestly my favorite part of the, of my books is that the girls in their own words are telling yes. their story. And, um, and it is so important that, you know, that, that it gives sort of highlights their voices. And, and sometimes it's really funny and sometimes it's really silly um, but sometimes
1: it's, it's so
0: thoughtful and smart and, and, I don't know, very, very interesting to me.
1: Now, I can't think of any other books on the market that is out there empowering girls through sports with so many action-packed pictures. Are there any out there that you know of?
0: Um, I don't think so. Um, honestly, like I, I – because I think it, it just – this felt like something so close to my heart. Um, Just because of my background and how thankful I was and am, I still play soccer. I'm almost 44 and I still play soccer.
1: Um,
0: And and I just, I'm so thankful to the sport for the, you know, the friendships it's brought me and the lessons I've learned. And um, for me, it was just kind of a love letter to the game. Um, So I felt like it came from a really, really personal place and wanting to give back and, and sort of open up and share that with girls. Um, you know that you you know there's women as old as I think 63 in the book who are still playing soccer and I wanted wow, to scroll yes. to know that you don't you know you don't have to stop playing you know you can you can continue to play and that you you don't you don't necessarily have to look up to Carly Lloyd or Megan Rapino, like which who's great to look up to but you could also look up to like a regular player that's still like still dogging it out in the field at, at, in their 60s um, or who could just be as much of a hero as, you know, a girl who plays on, on the
1: Olympic team. Oh, most definitely. And I predict that this book is going to be another New York Times bestseller. I do, pre- I predict <laughs> that. I'm going to put it out there.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you to that one.
1: You, you can, you can. I'll, okay. I, I'll do my part. But uh, now what skills are the girls learning on the soccer field that can be used in everyday life?
0: So I think the idea that, you know, especially in sports, but um, soccer in general, just because it moves so quickly. Like if you make a mistake or you lose a ball, you cannot hang your head. You have to just keep moving. And I think that's such a huge lesson for girls um, and women is if you mess up, you make a mistake, do not hang your head. Just keep looking forward um, because you're going to miss the next play. You're going to miss the next opportunity. Um, And I think that's such a, it's such a big Message for um, for girls and women to you know to remember just to, to keep moving forward regardless of you know what has happened in the past.
1: Oh, most definitely. I can imagine these those skills could be used can be used in the boardroom as well as on the field. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now this book should be required reading in public and private schools. You know what I mean? It should be.
0: That would be. I mean, that would be. Aw- I would love that. I think. I think any any books like that encourage people to be themselves and celebrate themselves and um, kind of be proud of who they are is is, it's so important especially as young kids I think the books that you read as a young kid become so much part of you um, more so than when you're older because because I think you're just more open to ideas and to messages and um, I think if we get those messages in our kids kids as young as possible then they start to believe them and they and they trust them.
1: Yeah, but what happens to young children who are given that foundation at a mm-hmm. young age, like your daughters, for instance, but what happens when they get older that they tend to doubt mm-hmm. themselves or lose that type of confidence? Well,
0: that's the thing. I think, you know, I remember the girls at, at, you know, six, seven, and eight all think that they are awesome and they rule the world. And then as the girls get older and they hit puberty, they start to doubt themselves a little bit. Um, you know, the um, mean girls start to come out and... Um, what we think uh, tends to tends to sort of like shape their opinion of themselves. Um, and so the one thing that I do, I, I really, really try to encourage girls um, is to, and it doesn't have to be soccer. It doesn't have to be sport, but I really think finding a passion and finding something that you invest yourself in, whether it's sports or music or um, theater or, singing or whatever the thing is find something that you are passionate about and invest yourself in it um, because then your sense of self-worth comes from that passion as opposed to sort of these outside forces that are kind of trying to tear you down so that's my recommendation for girls and parents and is to just like encourage and help our kids find something that they really love and that they really want to spend time learning and doing and, and, and immersing themselves in
1: so they have to be exposed to these different mm-hmm. activities in order right, to do that. Though, right. right? Yeah. yeah. That's the mm-hmm. key. Now in 2019, the U S women's team won the world cup. What impact did that have? Did that championship have on women's soccer?
0: I mean, I think it's, it's huge. I, I mean, the audiences that were watching, um, watching the games were enormous. Um, the, and I think when little girls see um, he, you know, their heroes like Megan Rapino or Carly Lloyd or Jessica, like Jessica McDonald, like when they see them on primetime television, and then when they see them in the newspaper and they see them on, on TV shows being interviewed, they realize like, Oh, this is important. This sport is important. These women are important because 99% of the sports they see on TV are men's sports. So I think recognizing that, the worth of the women's game sort of translates down to them that they start to feel a little bit of worth as well um I think because it's it just and it also gives these girls like when I grew up I didn't see I never saw women playing soccer it was just there was no you know there was no professional league women's national team games were not on television um so I think being able to see your heroes play and your heroes in real life gives these girls sort of like, it's just a, it's just a role models. I think it's really amazing for our girls to see role models.
1: That's great because that was my next question. How important <laughs> is it for the girls to have role models? So that's perfect. Very important.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's huge. I think, I think um, seeing, um, seeing these girls and women um, make, you know, make stands. In, in terms of like demanding equal pay for themselves and um, making, you know, just using their voices and using their platforms that they've earned through sport for good for, um, you know, for marginalized people or for even for themselves, I think is such a huge thing for, and for these girls that they, these women's national team players deserve to be called role models because of what they're doing for other people.
1: Now there's a a huge disparity when it comes to the amount of money a female soccer player makes as opposed to a a male, correct?
0: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, at the level that, you know, our women's team is the best in the world and the best male players in the world are all, you know, super, super wealthy. And our women's team players are not. Um, And So I just, and also just the disparity between the women's national team and the men's national team, Um, the pay difference is pretty great. And so I think our women, our women were just trying to have equal pay for, um, you know, equal job when our women's team is actually winning more than our men's
1: team. Hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's time for that, the, that scale to be balanced. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: I think so. Now, what impact do you hope that your book will have on society as a whole?
0: Oh, Oh, wow. So, uh, I mean, I think, on, I, I hope, I hope like the rest of my work, it continues to sort of provide it, provide sort of a, a small slice of images of what girls really look like. And that it, it shows girls that they don't need to be filtered or face tuned or Photoshopped to be beautiful. And that. Sweaty, yelling, cheering, screaming, dirty is just as beautiful and just as worthy as you know, fully hair and makeup um, with you know, perfect lighting, and that, and that, um, that that should be aspirational, as well.
1: And it's totally in your book. Throughout your whole book, it shows.
0: Oh, thank. <laughs>
1: amazing really great pictures i can't tell you how much i really appreciate you capturing the emotions the the highs the lows you know what i mean the peaks the valleys it oh, was great yeah
0: i mean it was um it was really it was a really fun book to shoot and um yeah something that was really really close to my heart so it was it was definitely definitely a highlight for me to to, to create the book
1: now I know you believe in giving back. Please mm-hmm. share with my listeners why you believe it's important to give back, and list some of the charities you work with.
0: Oh, sure, yeah, and I mean, I think, I think any time that you you have a platform, that doing what you doing the best things you can with that platform. For, so for me, I, I I try to give back as much as I can to organizations that support um, girls and boys. Um, in which Boys and Girls Club i worked with, um, the Bully Project, um, uh, Girls in the Run is another great one. And so anytime I have a chance through just a straight like, monetary donation or what I, I really do love the most is like donate, donating imagery or like helping create a campaign to raise awareness or things like that is, is really um, where I, I, I think I can help the most.
1: Yeah, well, pictures, they say pictures are worth a thousand words, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: yep. I've heard that before. No, your yeah. book
1: says it all. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. I'm not just saying that because you're on my show. Oh,
0: my gosh, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Now, it seems like every year or every other year, KT Parker comes out with a best-selling book. What's next on your bucket list?
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's funny. Like, during this sort of downtime and, and this break, I, I feel like I've had, like, eight more ideas for books. So I have have a lot of ideas and I'm, I'm slated to do uh, another book. I'm not exactly sure when, but um, probably after this one comes out, we'll start talking about when and and what does it look like? But, you know, I'm tossing around ideas about courage book about what does courage look like? I have another idea about a book about basically just what does happiness look like to people and, and photographing people, you know, where they are happiest and doing the thing that makes them happiest. Like I just, I, I like, I like books that lift you up and make you feel good and um, that are interesting. And also again, like just let, like if we just allow people to be who they are and we celebrate people for who they are, um, I feel like the world would just be a happier, better place.
1: Yes, yes. We need all that. Yeah. That's so important, mm-hmm. especially yeah. today. You know, and when you have that book out, I'll, I'll ask Chloe to you know, <laughs> let you come back on again to talk that, about that'd it. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. Now, where can my listeners get a copy of your book?
0: So the book is at, you know, anywhere books are sold, um, independent bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, yeah, on, and, you know, these days probably easiest to get it online. But yeah, wherever wherever books are sold, um, it's just called Play Like a Girl, and um, I would be I would be very honored if anybody felt they needed to add it to that li- their library.
1: Hmm. I'm sure they will. I'm sure. Now, how can my listeners find out more about Kate T. Parker?
0: Oh, um, I would say Instagram. Um, my website is also uh, my website is Kate T. Parker, and my Instagram is Kate T. Parker as well.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And I'll definitely tag you when this comes out as well thank you kt parker on behalf of body scope of new york my nonprofit, and six weeks of fitness i truly want to thank you for coming on my show today oh
0: thanks for having me i really appreciate
1: it and to my listeners i truly hope this program was informative encouraging and inspiring and that you will continue tuning in to our six weeks of fitness podcast and if you have any questions comments or suggestions for the show please leave them on my six weeks of fitness blog at www.sixweeksoffitness.com or email me at Vince at sixweeks.com. Take care. Bye-bye.